Hello. Hello. We are back. Woo. Woohoo. For another week of everyone's favorite Bachelor adjacent show, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. Paradise. Uh, we are the Rosettes, and we are the only mother daughter Bachelor podcast out there. Correct. Uh, as far as we know. And also the most beloved. Eh, as far as we know. <laughs> By ourselves. By ourselves, for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm Ariel. I'm, I'm the daughter. Sorry, wow. I'm Marsha. I'm the mom. Classic mom move. Yeah. Um, and we are, this week we're doing another uh, two episodes for, one for each episode, so let's they're so get dead ready long. to party. They are pretty dang long. I mean, long. they're super and entertaining. But Mom writes like a bajillion pages of notes, so we always have way too many details. Nobody wants to watch it with me because I pause it every two minutes and write down stuff. But especially when Jordan shows up, and I have to write down everything he says, and it takes forever. Yes. So TikTok. Jordan does get here this Let's week. Let's make it rock. TikTok. Let's, Let's make, make the show rock. go on faster. Oh, all right. Whatever. I'm just kidding. But uh, as far as Bachelor news goes. Do, 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 do. There's Twitter feud. A Twitter feud, yes, between Demi and Tanner uh Tolbert. Tolbert of Jade and Tanner fame. fame. Uh and he basically compared Demi to Jed saying, So it's okay for Demi to go onto a show like even though she was dating someone back home, but it's not okay for Jed to do it. What the heck? And Hannah was like You mean Demi? No, 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 no. Hannah oh, tweeted Hannah. at it, too. Oh, okay. Not Hannah was like... Oh, because Tanner was like, I just don't see the difference between the two. And Hannah was like, well, the difference is one of them's my best friend and the other's my... She didn't say this exactly, but she basically said, one of them's my best friend and the other one's my scumbag ex-fiance. <laughs> and she's like, I can assure you, knowing both of them very well, it's not the same thing. <laughs> and... Uh, it's interesting. I mean, I get what he's. I get his point, and I think it's a, a question worth debating. But I agree, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing because Demi wasn't in a. She claimed she wasn't in a serious relationship with this woman back home, and she is being upfront about it with everyone. And I'm sure she communicated her reasonings for going on the show with her lady back home. And well, another difference is yes. Most likely the girl knew it, the girlfriend knew about it, Demi knew, you know, producer, the main difference to me is the producers knew about it. Everybody's yeah. in on it, um, except poor Derek, but... But she tells them. He, she does tell them, and really, do you think Derek picked her out of the crowd that first day in Paradise because he wanted, he thought she was the marrying kind? Yeah. I highly doubt it. Um, but, <laughs> you know, the only one I feel a little sympathy for is Derek, because, you know, maybe he was a little blindsided, but... It's still really different because it was a it's a producer driven thing. Um, it's a premeditated. They knew from the beginning. I mean, I'm convinced that the girlfriend's the person that's going to show up on the show. They premeditated this from the very beginning. It's all planned and it's totally different. The whole Jed thing, the producers didn't know about, and they had to do pretty fast damage control when it came out, mm -hmm. and they had to twist his. Edit from oh great guy we love him to suspect you know suspicious guy we're not so sure about him yeah so that's what we think let us know what you think about the uh, two different well and Demi responded stories. to Tanner too yeah Demi responded she was pretty savage yeah she 
basically just said she could give him lessons on how to romance his wife. We'll just put it that way. Yeah, because apparently um, in, like, Marriage Boot Camp or whatever that reality show was, Jade, like, talked about how, like, she kind of has to, like... Help him along with the whole... Like, beg him to do anything. Oh, all right. Enough said. (laughs) But that's... Basically, so Getting, moving into so weird Demi, territory. Demi so. was Demi was basically referencing a reality show. I did not know that. See, now you gave me a little extra tidbit of yeah, information that I really didn't information. need. <laughs> so <laughs> she was like referencing back to something that actually happened, and basically dissing him using information from Jade herself. Well, that so, is clever, more clever than I gave her credit for initially. Yeah, so and she's a clever girl for sure. That happened, yeah, um, young woman. Um, let's. The other thing we were going to talk about... Tyler. Oh, Tyler. Tyler. Is on vacation with Gigi Hadid. Yeah, he's on vacation with Gigi Hadid, and he was photographed publicly with Andy Dorfman, who's a former bachelorette. Um, I'm not really thinking that one's really a date. I think it's more like... Publicity for both of them. Yeah. Uh, So that happened also. So keep... Keep going, Tyler. Keep us entertained with your antics. And Han- uh, Reality Steve has confirmed that Hannah B is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. And we love Dancing with the Stars, so we're yeah. very excited. I'm really torn about Ariel and I leave for the D23 Disney Expo fan event um, next Thursday, and there's going to be a panel about Dancing with the Stars quote, Disney night. So I wish we could go to that one, but I think it, it clashes with one of the big panels about movies and stuff. So oh, yeah, I'd rather see movies than see grocery store Joe talk about But I suppose there's a small chance, you know, there's a small chance we could see grocery store Joe walking around the show floor, I suppose, because they're supposed Maybe. to do a meet and greet with the Dancing with the Stars people at some point. Yeah, point. it's probably going to be um, <laughs> the dancers, though. I wish they would feature more Bachelor stuff at the expo. Me too. I everyone always forgets that Bachelor is Disney. <laughs> like, yeah. They, when, well, they kind of. I think they do that deliberately because they don't want the. You know, a lot of people think the Bachelor is trashy and you know verges on rated R, and maybe they just want to keep the family friendly park stuff away from the Bachelor stuff. Yeah, but there's a lot of crossover fan wise. We know that. So. Mm-hmm. Disney, FYI. Uh, so should we just hop right into the episode? Let's do. As you'll recall, last week we left off at the rose ceremony. It was just about to commence, and there's a thunderstorm happening, and we resume with everybody on the dais. Onyeka is our recapper. She's She and there's one other one that gives a lot of recaps, Sydney maybe. Um, Demi does. Those are kind of the three that give us our regular recaps at the beginning of each episode. But this time it's Onyeka. She reminds us that three girls are going to, or three men are going to go home. No, three girls are going to go home. Three girls are going to go home. And, uh, she's like, Hannah G's probably going to say to, yes to either Dylan or Blake, whichever one asks them first, or asks her first. So, she's basically saying Hannah doesn't really know what she's going to do, but... That's She's kind of the most to. interesting, yeah. Uh-huh. That's the most interesting um, thing that we anticipate will happen here. Um, Bibby has a little aside where she says she really doesn't want to go home, but she's worried because she really hasn't made any connections. 
And Elise has an aside where she's really confident about her and Chris's relationship. Yeah, she's like, we're both old, so we have a lot of com- a lot in common. So we're definitely going to end up together because we're both the oldest people here. <laughs> she didn't say that exactly, but she said, "I have a lot of confidence. I have more confidence than I've had in a long time." And she's got this big smile on her face the whole time. And so the rose ceremony commences at Chris Harrison's um, direction. Derek is the first person to give out his rose, and he gives it to Demi. He says, he says often what a breath of fresh air she is. And, and when, she, <laughs> when she accepts it, she goes, yeah, bitch. <laughs> Which I think is really Demi. funny. <laughs> Demi. Um, Clay's up next, and he picks Nicole. Um, she, in her little ITM, says she's wife material. You know, this is going so great, etc. Wills gives his rose to Katie. That's sort of mystifying, because we haven't seen that at all. Kevin has expressed interest in Katie. Yeah. But I haven't seen any Will's Katie action. Which leads, at this point. At this point, right. That'll mm-hmm. come later. Um, which leads us to Kevin, who's next. And I guess since Will's picked Katie, Kevin has decided to pick Sydney. I'm glad about that because I like to see. Um, Mom's obsessed with Sydney. I'm for obsessed some with her. I just really like her fashion. And I'm just, I'm also thrilled that. It seems like our women of color are about equal as our white ladies. That's true. That is awesome. Which I do like. I, yeah. I like that. John Paul Jones goes. And the legend that's Paul, John Paul Jones. Somebody said that. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I remember. They're standing. They're all standing there. And Chris calls, says, John Paul Jones. And one of the boys, I can't tell who it is, says, the legend. <laughs> Uh, he comes out and Jane's panicking. She's like, I almost killed John Paul Jones this week. So I'm kind of worried he might not give me his rose. And I'm like, that's not the reason you're not going to get his rose. It's because you suck. And then <laughs> John Paul Jones gives his rose to Onyeka. Yep, right? yep. Yeah. And when, when he presents the rose to her, he says, Onyeka, I have thoroughly enjoyed the bond we've shared thus far. And Onika says, yes, I'll take your rose. And he goes, oh. (laughs) He punctuates it with his traditional, oh. He's a funny one. He's he's interesting. He's super funny. He's going to have a good couple episodes. Um, Not not enough of him in the episodes, but at least when we get him, he's really entertaining. Yeah. Um, And in the, if we remember from the last week, uh, Kaylin made out with Cam the night of the rose ceremony because she wanted a rose. She wanted a rose. We know that's why she was doing it. Yeah, it's obvious. And um, Cam's convinced that they're going to have children together now. It's obvious. It's obvious to everyone but Cam that she's in it for a rose. And, and he's it. basically like, yeah, she's already my wife. He's so delusional, but we'll talk about that. And later. so Cam gives his rose to Kaylin. And at this point, Kaylin also says, yeah, I'm excited about being with Cam. And uh, I'm super over all the Blake drama. So I'm not going to talk about or think about that anymore. So one of the most, <laughs> right. So one of the most um, you know dramatic parts of the rose ceremony is upon us. We don't know if Dylan or Blake is going to be given the opportunity to give their rose to Hannah first, and Chris Harrison chooses Dylan for the honor, which and is nice. Which I think is Bachelor correct. and Chris Harrison and the producers being like, "All right, Dylan, we like Dylan more." Yeah. <laughs> the correct coupling is Dylan and Hannah, not Blake and Hannah, in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's very cute. He gives her his rose, and he's super cute, and he wants to spend more time with her, and so forth. Um, 
Sydney has a quick ITM interruption and says, you know, the Blake's is sauntering around the beach thinking he's the bachelor of paradise. And wouldn't it be ironic if nobody accepted his rose next time around? Mm -hmm. Then immediately after Dylan, it's Blake's turn. Mm -hmm. So we've got two two more roses, and they're the most exciting ones. And Blake is like, well, alrighty then. Hannah's taken, so... I'll give my rose to Tasha. And if you'll recall, Tasha said in the last episode she didn't want his pity rose and she wouldn't accept it, but she, she does. accepts it. With a sort of a, when he asks her, she says, uh, sure. So without any enthusiasm. Yeah. And then immediately after she says, yeah, like I accepted his rose, but I don't actually want to be with him. I yeah. just want to find my person. I'm nobody's backup plan. Blake who? Yeah. And then the final rose... It's Chris's turn to give the final rose, and Jane, Bibby, and Annalise, and Ale- oh, um, Christina are the four that are left. And Annalise just is so happy, and she's, she's like, beaming. she's like, we're already engaged. That's that. That's yeah, it. We're good. I can see us at the end. Blah, blah, blah. And then Chris goes, Christina, can you come here, and I'll give you my rose. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Annalise's face just drops, and she's like, oh, my gosh. And you know who else's face they show that drops? Kaylin's. Kaylin was hoping Christina was going home. Yeah. They, do, they shoot, shoot to her really quick, and she's got this sort of angry face on. Not surprising. Mm-hmm. And Annalise does this big eye roll. Wow. Yeah, and she's like, wow, unbelievable. I cannot believe. Well, and, yeah, she said... Um, and she's, like, actually saying these things while the rose ceremony's going on, and I'm like, oh, Annalise. Right, well, that's, it's the end of the rose ceremony, but, yeah, she says it out loud. She says her exit set line is, peace, guys, best of luck not deceiving people when she leaves, which is just really petty and childish. Like, homegirl, you're, like, 38. Like <laughs> She's not that old. And she's gorgeous. I think she's no, super she is, beautiful. She is, she is pretty. Her body is perfect. She's just beautiful. She is pretty. But, but like, she's just girl, so you're the oldest clueless. one there, and you're being the most immature. Yeah, she's just like, clueless. And I feel bad for her to a point. But once she starts saying, good luck not being deceived, it's hard to feel sorry for her. Yeah. You know, so, um, yeah. And as far as what we saw on the show, Chris was not um, making any moves on Annalise. She was the one making all the moves right. on him. She did the prescribe you six so, kisses thing, which was awkward and dumb anyway. Yeah. Um, so she was kind of delusional, I think. Yeah. Um, so Christina gets the final rose, and we say goodbye to Bibiana, who... In her exit in the car, she says, you know, maybe if I'd hooked up with Blake, I'd still be here. <laughs> Which is pretty funny, but also sad. Yeah. And kind of a little bit nasty, but at least she said it in the car and not in front of everybody like Annalise did. Yeah. And James. Well, it was a little, I, it was a little nasty, but I don't think it was nasty against the girls that have hooked up with oh, Blake. No, no. I think it was nasty against it's the producers Blake, yeah. and Blake. And Blake, yeah. Because I think the producer... I think the reason they had saved Chris till the end is because they knew he didn't really have a strong connection. So they were like, well, it's up in the air. It's up in the air. We'll give you like a bonus if you give it to Christina and we keep all the girls that have been with Blake right, here. Right. I understand that kind of stuff happens. So. Um, and Jane leaves. She says, bye, baby cakes. Later, basically. Um, and that's it. So we've lost. Three of our girls, um, and I just want to, you know, first of all, 
you're crazy if you don't want Bibby. Well, why are none of these guys going for Bibby? Yeah, she never wears makeup. She's she's incredibly beautiful, gorgeous. She seems she really smart on social media. Has a rockin' bad. You know, she's like this huge reader, right? Yeah, she has like a book club kind of thing, and she talks about her summer reading on on Instagram and so forth. She's super intelligent. She's I don't know, gorgeous. I just don't get it. She's I, funny. Maybe she's a little too picky, but I don't know why. I don't think guys. it's the pickiness thing. I think it could be like. I don't know. I think it could just be them being intimidated that she's kind of like doesn't know. deal with people's problems. She's like, well, if you're going to be a jerk, I'm not going to deal with that. Oh, right. like, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's she knows what she wants, and when she's done with you, she's done with you. But I don't know. I just I sort of still ship her and Will's. I was kind of hoping maybe for a anal or a Bibi and ship, Kevin thing that would have been. Interesting. I ship me and Will's. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. But yeah, I thought I actually did think Bibi and Kevin were really cute together when they were together very briefly on Bachelor Winter Games. But um, Bibi and who? Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, yeah. but Kevin. Kevin and Astrid are perfect, so that's okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. He's, you know, Blake says that he feels this connect, you know, as the rose ceremony winds down, the night winds down, Blake says he feels this connection with Hannah, and he's going to fight for her. You know, he's, I don't know. He basically is saying that he's going to refuse to back down at all. And he he thinks that she's feeling it too, which at the time was clue, you know, that didn't make any sense to me at all because we haven't seen any evidence of that, Mm -hmm. but we'll get more evidence as the show progresses. Um, Oh, you know what, everybody that was... Sparkle Squad in the rose ceremony. I, I really liked Annalise's dress. That's the only one I really remember apart apart from Christina's outfit. She was, you know that robe that we got in the Fab Fit Fun Box, the little pink shorty robe? Yeah. It looked exactly it looked like exactly that. Exactly she was like wearing. that. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I said when I went to Annie's. Oh, I, was <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God, I have a robe that looks just like that that I got in a Fab Fit Fun Box. Maybe that's what it was. So... It had a belt, though. And, well, I oh, guess... this one comes the, with a belt. It comes with a belt. I, I don't know, know where it is. Mm. You can always accessorize <laughs> differently, too. But it sure the heck looked like it. Yeah. Anyways, I'm excited. The Autumn FabFitFun box should be coming soon. And I'm embarrassed to admit I really enjoy getting my FabFitFun box. Anyways. Yeah. Um, back, you know, there's a commercial. We come back. It's the next day. Will's is cavorting in the pool. He seems to really like the pool. He's so cute. He's so cute. That's not really important information, though. No, but, you know, I just like him. Um, Sydney's, you know, basically says, is praises Nicole's um, taste in men because they're all watching um, Clay be handsome. She says, he's a slice of beef, Nicole. Did you have bacon for breakfast? And they all giggle. <laughs> well, I just wanted to point out that bacon is not beef, but that's okay. I like Sydney anyway. <laughs> That's why you kept that in your notes, so mm-hmm. just to make that observation. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Um, the girls are all happy because they have the power this week. Yeah. And so Demi is recapping, like, who is with who after the rose ceremony. All the couples, yeah. And um, when she's finishing up, she says, Chris saved us all from Annalise. Thank God. And she seemed very relieved about that, which was pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. So anyways, um, Blake, you know, Blake keeps rationalizing in his his thing with Hannah and how perfect they'd be together, and it just is nonsense sounding to me. 
Um, Jordan comes. Jordan arrives. Comes down the stairs to greet Chris Harrison. We are reminded that he was on Becca's season. And that he got engaged last season. Um, and yeah. it was a messy breakup. On Bachelor in Paradise, right. At one point he says that he and Jenna broke up the same day that they got engaged on television. Mm-hmm. Which I think means the day that it aired on television. Not yeah. the day that they actually got engaged. So I just wanted to point that out. And I thought that was a weird way to word it. And I remember in the... At the that is what happened, though. Yeah. I remember that being that moment. Yeah, because at the, at the you know final Bachelor in Paradise episode last year when they're all in the studio, they showed Jenna and Jordan with their... Um, what is it called? Their board? Their... Dream board? Yeah, whatever those... Vision board. Vision board. Vision board. So I know that they didn't break up right away. So, um, but Chris is like, oh, are you, like, wanting to get married again? And Jordan's like, not again, because he wasn't married before, but he's like, are you looking for engagement again? And Jordan's like, yeah, yeah, let me tell you about all the stuff I'm looking for in a woman. Absolutely. The bone-depth love. He's like, I want the bone-depth love of a Looks don't matter. And, you know, looks don't matter, but... Uh, what does matter is I have to be able to listen to their laugh for the rest of my life, so that can't be annoying. <laughs> and he basically said she also has to wash her hands when she uses the bathroom. So, you know, those are that's a pretty minimal requirement, so I think he should be able to find somebody. Um, Chris says, oh, you smell, you smell lovely. You smell like citrus. And Jordan's like, it's my salt spray. <laughs> Little tangerine action, Chris says, lovely. Um, so, you know, they're, they're, he's just doing his shtick. He says he has salt and pepper seasoning. He's the mayor of the beach and so forth and so on. He's, he's, he's doing his Jordan shtick and it's delightful and I realize how much I've missed him. Anyways, before he goes down the stairs, he says, tick tock, let's make it rock. Which he is known to say. Somebody, yeah, somebody's going to be calling me daddy at the end of this, he says, which just kind of grosses me out. <laughs> He comes downstairs, and nobody really recognizes him for an instant. And he says, don't everybody get up. And Will jumps up to greet him and says, Becca's boys are back. Aww. I love that they're friends. (laughs) We get a little reminder about his gold underwear. Um, Katie says he's the grenade of paradise. He's here to blow things up. Also, though... People know, people recognized him. They're like, hey, yeah, Jordan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just took him a second. And yeah. They, they like him. He's, he seems to be well-liked by most of the people. And a lot of them actually think he's pretty cute. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah G specifically says he's hot, you know, and he lives up to his hype. So yeah. Jordan, of course, has a date card, which is what the people that come down the stairs normally do. Um, first, he asked Hannah G to chat. And their you know. chat is so stupid. Yeah. They're like, oh, you model? I model. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, your eyes are so bomb. Oh, so are yours. And he's, he's just like, keeps, they just keep talking about model things and like, it's a little weird, yeah, but they seem to be vibing each it's, other. It's a in little a weird shallow, way. but they do seem to be getting along. Um, although he just said that looks weren't going to be important to him, and now he's hitting on the, considered the most beautiful girl on the beach, but whatever. Um, he's, you know, he's, he he says something along the line of, nobody deserves to find more love, love more than you, and then next would be me. So basically saying both of them are the most deserving. <laughs> um, he also chats with Nicole, 
And and Clay's like, I'm not worried. He's a good guy, yeah, but I'm not threatened guy. by him. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. So they were friends on Becca's season also. Nicole tells um, Jordan that she's a writer. And he gets excited. His eyes light up. He's like, oh, I love words. I like putting them in order. And, it, you know, <laughs> and it's in order that makes sense. And I'm thinking to myself, he loves putting them in an order that doesn't really make sense, but still really pleasurable and funny <laughs> no but they make sense it like would it make sense but then it kind of does make exactly sense. exactly so as he chats with the different women on the beach he becomes aware of blake's shenanigans and he gets more and more upset about this and he says blake's out here on the beach and he's just putting a spoon in everybody's pudding yeah. <laughs> and then he finds out about the back-to-back one night stands and he's like he says something like, and he one-nighted both of them. It's like they're a couple cartons of milk at lunch or something. <laughs> just, and it's just golden. Our, our, our Jordan is back. Our golden underwear boy is back. Yeah, we, we love him. And after talking to a number of people, Jordan, he decides that Blake is the problem. That He's making moves on all these people. And he's the mayor of paradise, so he's got to put a stop to this. <clears throat> So, um, he says Blake's a troublemaker. Um, he's, you know, Blake, Blake, um, narcissist much says in his ITM that Jordan has come to paradise just to ruin paradise for him. Blake. Blake says that? That's uh super arrogant. Super arrogant and super ridiculous. Jordan came to to paradise for Jordan and nobody else. You know, Jordan's promoting Jordan. Um, anyways. So he, Jordan eventually asks Hannah on the date, everybody, you know, and, you know, everybody in the background is saying, oh, we love Dylan. You know, we want Dylan and Hannah to get together. All the girls are just crazy about the Dylan and Hannah relationship Mm -hmm. and let us know on their ITMs. And Hannah says yes to the date, which is surprising. Surprising. Yeah. And then, um, on the other hand, everybody wants as much camera time as they can get. So I think a lot of people accept dates that they wouldn't normally maybe accept. We see life. people turn down sometimes, yeah, turn down dates sometimes, yeah. Um, but she or it shows him getting ready for his date, and he's like matching his shirt with his shorts. Like, oh, which one of these is going to be best? And like, <laughs> you see him like salt spraying his hair, and you see him like taking like a steam steamer thing to his clothes and then Hannah comes in and she's like hey uh can I talk to you for a second she basically and he's like yeah 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 and she sits down with him and she says listen like I think you're a really good guy and I think you're really funny and this is nothing against you it's just I don't want to be the girl that's dating like three guys in paradise that's not me that's not something I do back home it's not something I want to do here and I'm already ha- struggling enough with my feelings for these two guys that are pursuing me right. so she says you know I've got this I've got a real connection with Dylan and I'm trying to figure out how I feel about Blake so this is just going to get in the way of my figuring stuff out so I'm really sorry basically yeah but there's other really cool people you can take on the date and Jordan's like oh yeah no problem thanks for telling me I'm I don't care yeah he handled it really well yeah he was really nice about it um he you know he's you know he basically just says okay get out of here go get him go get him girl yeah so you know I'm, I'm the mayor and I've got to take care of my beach it's not Blake in Paradise Season 1. It's Bachelor in Paradise Season 6. <laughs> Which is crazy that there's been six seasons of this show. <laughs> it's so 
<laughs> to going on for over half a decade. <laughs> he, Jordan says, Blake is a dumbass. Now I gotta fix what, what you messed up. And they have a chat. Um, let's see. We get back from a commercial. Hannah, Demi, and Katie are chatting. And they, again, emphasize that they think that Dylan is the best choice for her. Um, Dylan says in his when he's talking to the guys that this experience is way harder than The Bachelorette. When Hannah goes to talk to him and tell him that she's not going on the date, he just falls apart. He is so happy. Dylan's like, he hugs her. He, he like, throws himself on her. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And she's kind of patting him on the back, looking off at this guy like, oh, my god. She's like, he's a little crazy, but he's pretty cute. So. Yeah. She doesn't look 100% sure during this interaction, but she does hug him back and so forth. And then Jordan goes and he... Borrows Nicole, and he's like, hey, want to go on this date? And Nicole says, I had zero zero one-on-ones on on The Bachelor, but now I have back-to-back one-on-ones. I'm the Bachelorette of Paradise. And uh, it's definitely starting to get to her head a little bit. Yeah, she says she wants to give Clay something to think about. Yeah, she's like, like, I want him to think that he can just have me like that, so we're just going to go on this date with Jordan, and he'll feel a little intimidated. Cut to Clay, and he's lamenting a little, you know, the, the, his, the guy burrows around him are lamenting, oh, too bad, she's going on a date. And Clay goes into this series of sports analogies. It's like all the sports you could think of. <laughs> he's like, he goes, you know, well, it's just part of the game. Like, when, when you play football, like, you can't get mad at someone because they tackle you. Right. Like, that's just that's just the rules of the game. And if you take your shot in basketball, somebody blocks it, you can't get mad. It's just a game. If you get, if you're playing hockey and you slip and fall on <laughs> the ice, you can't get mad at the ice. It's just hockey. And, and he, he just goes on and on. Somebody yeah. eventually, somebody eventually and he's like, you know, like when you're walking up a hill, like sometimes you trip over your shoelace and fall. You're not going <laughs> to throw away your shoes because of it. <laughs> he just goes on and on. But in an ITM, he says that he has, he is developing real feelings for Nicole and he'll miss her while she's gone. And, um... She, you know, there's commercial. Nicole expects um, hilariousness on her date with Jordan. Um, so they go, you know, they're getting ready for their date. And they're out in the jungle. And all of a sudden we see somebody flying through the air on a zip line. And it's Jorge! Jorge's Torres. <laughs> so Jorge's there with his former bartender of Paradise, if you were unaware. Mm-hmm. Um and now he's running like excursion tours. Before she gets on the, before she does the zip line, she says she's afraid, and she does her little Nicole sign of the cross thing. That she, she yeah, does. but also zip lining is like the safest thing you can do. That have you done? Gets you. Have you done it? Yeah, no, I've done it too. I was a little nervous, but I oh, I didn't I think I was going to fall. Yeah, there's no reason to be scared because they strap you in all like a freaking ton, and like. You still get your, like, adrenaline rush, but it's, like, the safest way. It's safer than, like, sky dump diving or, like, oh, yeah. bungee jumping because you can get hurt bungee jumping. Yeah, even the if worst you don't fall your death, you can yeah. get a flash. The, like, worst thing that can happen when you zip line is that you get a wedgie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So they get, get ready to do their zip lining thing. There's happy music, goofy music. Um, Nicole... She notices that Jordan is very supportive and encouraging. She says, I can almost see him as a good partner. <laughs> Poor 
Poor Jordan. <laughs> People just will never take him seriously. I, know. I love Jordan. Um, then after they're done ziplining, there's some hilarious um, GoPro shots of Nicole's face as she's ziplining. <laughs> really funny. Um, and then after they're done ziplining, uh, they hug and they're like, yeah, we did it. Woohoo. Um, and then Jorge takes them to a spot that is like special to him. Yeah, it's in the jungle. He says, this is a very special area because this is where I lost my virginity. And um, they're like, oh, okay. okay whatever. And, well, actually, Jordan does his, they both laugh. And Jordan does his great Jordan laugh that I can't even begin to try to imitate. He's like, ah! Yeah, I love his laugh. Yeah. <laughs> they both get a kick out of the virginity story. And, you know, they sit down to have a little meal and they chat. And, and as uh, Jorge's leaving, he's like, don't do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> and um, Nicole in her aside says, wait, this is weird. Jordan is like a normal guy sometimes. Yeah. And they're talking and he's like opening up about... Uh, him and Jenna breaking up and she she goes so that was real and I'm like that's such a weird thing to say on a date like on a when you're on a tv show trying to break the but it is Jordan too yeah and it is Jenna they were both kind of wacko crazy yeah people but um he's he insists yes it was really real um and they gossip a little bit more about Blake and how he thinks he's the Casanova of Paradise, and um, somebody they say, I think they say Blake has a lot of layers, and they compare it to an onion. And then Jordan goes off on some weird tangent about all sorts of vegetables and clipping your garden and you know, just Jordanism, you know. <laughs> and, you know. Anyway, so that was. Did I don't think they kissed? Do we see them kiss on their date? I don't think so. No. Anyway, so they go back. The girls are all chatting back at the beach, and the boys are playing, throwing the football around. And unfortunately, <laughs> Blake trips and falls and hurts himself. He lands on a rock. Yeah, he lands on a rock, he and he hurts, hurts himself back. pretty bad. Yeah, he hurts his back, and he rips his toenail. He rips off. his toenail off. So he's he got a and he has to sit down and like they the have to bring come. the medics. Yeah. yeah, and the girls all just burst into laughter. Demi and Kaylin and Taysha are sitting there. They're just laughing and laughing. They're and like, he's in paradise and he can't go into the ocean now. No, he, it's going to sting whenever he takes a shower. It's going to sting when he takes a shower. He has to wear his shoes the whole time in paradise now. Good luck going on a date. Uh-huh. And Demi kind of, kind of looks over at him and kind of makes a motion. She says, look, I'm pretending to care. <laughs> <laughs> She's so, she's, she can be pretty awful. Yeah. But it's hard not to laugh along with them because, I mean, instant karma, Blake, you know, Mm -hmm. I hope you get better. I know it hurts, but, but karma's a bitch, you know. (laughs) Cam Cam and Kaylin sit down, delusional Cam, and you know how I feel about (laughs) Kaylin. Um, and Cam's like, oh my god, I just am so excited about our future together. Yeah, I wrote you something. He says, yeah, he says he wished, he really wanted her to be his bachelor when he went on the show, and he couldn't sleep last Which night. Which is a horrible thing to say. Yes, yes, that's a rude thing to say. That's a rude thing to say. And now that all these people that are going on dates with her from her season, she's probably like, well, like, did they wish it was her instead of me? And they had their... Hannah and Kaylin are not friendly Mm-mm. with one another, so that would have that would probably be pretty 
Yeah, it's just rude. Yeah. It's rude to Hannah, mostly. Um, but he, he says that, he, he says, I couldn't sleep last night, and I wrote down a bunch of stuff I wanted to say to you. And he brings out these pieces of paper, and he reads it to her. And, you know, something about today's a good day because you're still here. And he talks about how the, her lips tasted when they kissed. And at some point he says, smiley face at the end of a sentence. And her face, she's trying to, smi- you know, her, her mouth is smiling. Her, it's her pageant, like. Her pageant mouth is smiling, but her eyes are, like, kind of looking back and forth, kind of freaked out and kind of, you know, a little bit disgusted. Yeah. And he can't see it. And I don't know, maybe because he's reading and not looking at her face. But the rest of us can see it, Cam. She ain't interested. Mm-hmm. And he's like finishes up reading his, and it's like two pages too. He like shows her, and it's like two pages front and back side. And he like reads the whole thing to her, and he's like, "So here." Well, and the the letter ends with the line, "So don't let the stupid buttheads bring you down." And then he's like folds it up, and he hands it to her, and he's like, "So you can keep it and read it later." And she kind of tentatively takes it. She's like, "Okay, thanks." And it was just so awkward and cringy and bad. Oh, bad. And then, in, his, in his ITM, Cam says, I'm 100% certain I'll be proposing to Kaylin at the end of this. And I'm like, dude, the second any, literally anyone comes down the, those stairs, she's going to ditch you for right. them. He, say, he says, our connection is strong enough, it can weather any storm. And they cut to... Big Mike coming down the Mike. stairs. And uh, I was all excited because I was like, oh my god, he's so handsome. Aren't the producers great, though, at the way they do that? Yeah. Like, our relationship can withstand anything. Cut to Mike. Yeah. Big smile coming down the <laughs> stairs. Big smile. And if you remember from Hannah's season, uh, Mike and Cam don't get along because oh, right. Mike told Hannah that he heard Cam say that he was looking for a pity rose. Right. Which technically didn't happen, even though that is what Cam was doing. Well, Cam, I don't know if it was a pity rose as much as a, I've got to get my, technically I suppose it is, but from his point of view, he wanted to get his story out about his debilitating illness because he wanted to make sure she knew before the rose ceremony. So you call it a pity rose, whatever. It, it's interesting to me because... I think, because Cam, he started on Hannah's season really great. He got that first rose on the After the Rose special. And um, he had this story about having lymphedema, I think is the name of his disease. And I think when the producers originally cast him, that story about his debilitating disease was going to be a central part of Cam's character and his storyline. But instead... That got totally swept under the rug. We haven't learned anything about lymphedema at all. And he just became this clowny, sad sack. Yeah. Which is sort of sad. I don't really care. I think he's annoying and rude. Uh, He can be, but still, you know. I don't know why. Here's Mm. my... Why didn't he just... Why didn't he and Annalise just get together? They're exactly the same person. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. But then we'd have to... Deal with both of them forever. Well, and I think it's because both of them think the other's not good enough for them also. They're just so shallow, you know, they're so shallow mm-hmm. and they are they want somebody that looks a certain way rather than somebody who desperately wants to get married. I think they yeah. would have been a great couple myself, but whatever. Anyways. Mike. Mike comes down the stairs and uh, he's super excited to be there. They play this really triumphant, like, fanfare music for Mike. Like, he's yeah. some sort of he- returning home from war hero or something. And Well, he is a veteran. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
it shows all the girls like watching him come down the stairs and at like like the whole vibe changes all the girls are like oh my god mike's here and all the guys are like oh geez mike is here well at first first, well dylan in particular is super happy to see mike and they have a big hug and jpj greets him happily so at first the guys are like oh yeah it's mike and then they realize oh no it's mike (laughs) (laughs) because they love mike but also they know that the ladies will love mike too exactly and um everyone's super excited and Onyeka, Onyeka's especially, yeah. she's like, oh my god, I, I'm a little nervous, like, I'm a little scared, I don't think I can talk to him, he's just too perfect. He's a snack, yeah, she's just completely over the moon. And first he pulls Kaylin to talk to her, right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, you know, all the girls are getting excited. Oh, Kaylin gets all giggly whenever a guy talks to her, it's, she's actually, she's like a, oh, it just irritates me, because we, we, you know, half the time she's conniving, sneaky, complaining, whining, and then when a girl, when a guy looks her way, certainly she becomes this airheaded dum-dum. It's just so manipulative, Mm -hmm. but you know how I feel about her. Yeah. So Mike is uh, taking turns talking with all the ladies, trying to see who he wants to give his date card to. And before he goes up to talk to Onyeka, they do this thing I don't remember ever seeing on any of the Bachelor shows. They give him this soft, romantic, pink-edged filter. Like he's glowing, like like he's angelic. And they make him move in slow motion, and this romantic music comes on. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And when he sits to talk to Onyeka, you know, she's this is the moment she's been waiting for. He, You know, she just, she feels intense chemistry. His intentions are southern, he says. I don't know exactly what that means. Just gentlemanly, I guess. Um, anyway, if she she says, if he asked me out, it would mean more to me than if anybody else asked me out here. And then he goes and he asks Kaylin out, which obviously I'm not happy about because I do not like Kaylin. Yeah, I put a big sad face there. And um, Onyek is also not happy about it. Yeah, no, she had been back in the background crossing her fingers, crossing her fingers. But she's more upset that uh, Kaylin said yes to it because she is under the impression that she and Kaylin are like BFFs now. Yeah, that's right. She's like, my best friend here said yes to the uh, to date with a guy that I... I'm most interested in, and I'm just really hurt she would do that. Right. She's going to come home after her date, and we're going to have to talk about it. And just side side note, Onyeka, Kaylin doesn't really care about you. She used you to be her mouthpiece. Yeah. Um, and Cam and Onyeka kind of, like, bond they, yeah, over their anger of the whole situation. They commiserate together, and there's a bunch of little clips of them both being sad, laying on pillows and walking around the beach, and... Cam, Cam is crying. Cam, Cam is crying because he feels he's losing Kaylin. Honey, you never had her to start with. You're delusional. Yeah. And um, what I think is happening is the second Kaylin saw someone who was not Cam, she was like, okay, I'm going to try to end up with this person, but if they don't end up liking me, or like, then I'll just like... <laughs> Go back to Cam. Yeah. But at this point, she doesn't want anything to do with Cam because she had got she got her rose to go, stay another week. So she's like, and she, since she has the rose this week, she's like, I'll pick literally anyone. <laughs> and yeah. I think she's going in with a uh, mindset that she wants to be with Dean. So I think initially, yeah. But 
She'll take Mike for now. She likes, she seems to be interested in, you know. Yeah. She's giggly. She does her giggly thing, which she doesn't do. Well, with Pam, she ever. knows, she, she also knows how much everyone likes Mike, too. So I think she's like, oh my God, this will ensure me, like, attention. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a commercial before they go on their date. Um, when we get back, Christina. She doesn't even talk to Cam, though, before going on the date either. No, no. Um, Christina and Jordan are, oh, I'm sorry, I said Christina and Jordan. I meant um, Nicole and Jordan are back from their date. Um, Demi comments on how, you know, kind of made Clay nervous. Somebody comments on, oh, wow, zipline dates are the best kind of date you can have in paradise. Meanwhile, Clay's kind of looking a little concerned. He takes Nicole aside and says he missed her when she was gone. He's so happy to see her that she's back. They go lay on a day bed. Clay says, you know, can you compare the to the date you had with me? Um, with the, the date that you have with Jordan? And she said, no, because there's no comparison. And they cuddle and snuggle and nuzzle and they're back together. Um, Clay makes a comment that he would like to this to be an exclusive relationship. So he's moving along pretty fast here. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Nicole is enjoying her um, popular status. Mm -hmm. So now it's time for Kaylin and Mike's date. Yeah, nighttime falls. And they end up at this pretty looking sort of wine casky looking type of restaurant or lounge environment that basically they just have kind of a boring dinner date but they talk about stuff too yeah kaylin keeps talking about how hard paradise has been for her and she like on. drops all the blake stuff and she's just talking about all her like <laughs> drama and he's like oh like well, he, he changes the conversation to talk about his three queens, which, if you'll recall, are his, I believe, his mother, his mother sister, his grandma, and, and his grandmother. Sister. Yeah. And how, you know, he was raised to respect women and protect them but and console them. And, you know, his energy is focused on who he wants to be with rather than any of the other nonsense. And Kaylin says, oh, the same, same. That's what I'm focusing on, too. Which I wrote, lies! <laughs> she focuses on the drama at hand. That's She is the queen of drama. Yeah. And they, oh, cheers, they cheers to their... <laughs> he makes a mistake, right? Yeah, he says it wrong. He says, cheers to our first last date ever. <laughs> <laughs> but what he meant was our last first date ever. Right. But I think the first but, one was actually correct, because I think it will be their yeah. first last date I think it will be their first and last date. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but it was it was funny, but it was and it was a stupid mistake. But he's so handsome, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I still feel like he has kind of like a stock of. I think he's got a, a playbook, a playbook of like lines that he likes to use. I don't feel he's always a hundred percent spontaneous because he tells her, "I can't stop smiling," which he says frequently when he was around. He used to say around him. Okay, but he literally smiles all the time. That's true. So that's true. maybe he. That's I'm, maybe I'm, he actually has some sort of like physical thing where he's like, "Okay, I can't like, stop smiling. I can't stop smiling." Like I'm not super jazzed about this, but I can't stop smiling. Like the Joker. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I like Mike, but I just I kind of got the feeling here that maybe it was a little. Um, uh, forced a little bit. I didn't feel a real natural connection between the two of them. 
Um, so mar- mariachis start playing up on the balcony. And they just pop, start popping out of everywhere. Yeah, and then it becomes like, like a splash mob. Like, they start yeah. popping out of the... Like, the, first they're on the roof, and you're like, okay. Or no, nice. first they're on the balcony. Then they, like, are on the roof. And oh, then, there's one, then there's one, like, and over, they, they pop like, out of behind the, the door. They're like, yeah, and they come out of the bushes, like, but she didn't see us here. They literally come out from behind flower pots and stuff, and it's, like, a little over the top, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Um, and they, you know, they kiss. Oh, they, the mariachis start yelling, beso, beso, which means kiss. And they finally kiss and the mariachis cheer. And, and at this point, Kaylin's like, oh my God, I'm really happy with Mike. He's so fun. I'm really enjoying my time with him. But like, I think she's just saying that because she thinks that. She's just trying to get out away from Cam. Yeah. Um, he finally gets, in his ITM, he says it's the last first date thing correctly, finally, yay. Mm-hmm. Uh, then cut to Cam, or cut to Derek. Is this the next day? I think this might be the next morning. Cut to Derek. Um, he says he feels bad for Cam, but he's not going to get a woman by moping around the beach all the time. No, this wasn't the next morning, because this was at nighttime. Oh, okay. Because it was nighttime, and he was just standing in the water, like, letting it hit him. Just oh yeah, looking that's down right. at his feet <laughs> with the moonlight in the background. That's right. And Derek says maybe he'll just give up, like he did on Hannah B's season. <laughs> he says, you know, tomorrow he will have a bunch of notes, you know, addressed to us, and he'll be gone. You know, <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> back to when he wrote notes. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that. <clears throat> so Cam is miserable. He's still crying in his ITMs. You know, he... Um, He's blaming it on Mike and not on Kaylin, which is stupid. Mm-hmm. He says he really, he had planned to have the two happiest phone calls of his life. To call and ask Kaylin's parents for permission to marry, and then to call his parents to say he was engaged. And yeah. he's just getting more and more ridiculous. And I can't imagine that he's going to be gone. He's going to be around after the next rose ceremony. Yeah, he's got to go. It's ridiculous. Um, but that made me curious. Do they allow the contestants to call the women? There have, been, there have been times that that's happened. I know that Ben Higgins called uh, Lauren's parents, but that was The Bachelor, not in that paradise. Mm-hmm. But I know it has happened before, yeah. Okay. That's if they, interesting. If they don't get a chance to or didn't feel comfortable when they went to hometowns, uh, that's why I think Ben wanted to ask permission before he really proposed. Mm-hmm. Once he really knew what he was going to do. Yeah. So we're getting close to the end. It's another commercial break. Uh, we come back and Derek and Demi are making out. Classic Derek and Demi. The, um, the double D's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> either, I can't read my handwriting, either Wills or Wells points out how comfortable they are with each other, how quickly they've gotten to know each other and seem really comfortable. Then Wills uh, decides that he really wants Katie. Yeah, he woos her. And so he's like, hey, Katie, can we uh, have a little chit-chat? Yeah, and he prepares a little... I don't know, drink or dessert plate or something for him. Yeah, he's got a they, I thought they were donut holes, but then it turns out they were chocolate-covered strawberries. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of those in paradise. He's every, everybody, that's a common thing. And he brings them to her, and they're hanging out, and uh, they're just chilling, and he basically is like... He acknowledges that he can be really shy, but um, he, you know, he thinks that she's beautiful inside and out, and unapologetically herself, and he would really like to get to know her better. And she deserves to be taken on a date every single night that she's here. And she's 
weirdly teary and emotional. Yeah, I think she's drunk. I think she's drunk, too. I think she's, like, super wasted. Sorry, the dogs are barking. Harley. So, I definitely think she's drunk, but he's, like, trying to basically be like, I I like you, and I want to hang out with you more. Like, let's make out. And she's, like, starts crying, and she's like, no, I can't. Like, you're such a good guy, and, like, this is what I deserve. You're what I deserve, because you're so great. And and, but I just can't force it, and I just, I don't know. And she's having sense, like, and then she starts gibbering about yeah. stuff that doesn't make sense. And then there's kooky music. So when the kooky music starts, you know this is not a relationship that's going anywhere soon. And Wills is handling it well, but he looks a little, like, lost. Yeah, he's he looks like, a little bit... I mean, he's still his kind, good, chill self, but he is... Behind his eyes, he's kind of like, oh, crap, what's happening? Yeah, he's like, what did I say? Like, <laughs> I don't know. And she's like, I just I feel so bad, because you're so nice. I just... To me, to me, he was still being kind and sweet, but his eyes were saying, oh, I think I just dodged a bullet there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, and then she, she has an ITM and she's still sobbing. And, oh, no, no, no. Sorry, a dog at the end of the street is barking and now our dogs are, so it's like making it difficult. Yeah. But... So she's, she's crying and she's, she just feels so bad. She's blubbering so loud that the, everybody else on the beach can hear her. And Dylan says, I think she's losing her mind. Yeah. Somebody help Katie. I think she's losing her mind. So she goes to Hannah G and she's like, I'm a monster. I feel so bad. Like, he's so nice. I didn't want to, but I just I just couldn't feel it. And Hannah's like, yeah, okay. It's fine. You're fine. You're Don't be worry. Okay. Don't worry. And then she goes and she's hanging out with Chris. Yeah, Chris sees she's upset and takes her aside to talk. He respects and understands what she's going through. And he says his favorite part of the day is talking to her. And he's not here to fool around. He's really serious. He wants marriage. And, you know, he's not getting any younger. And in her ITM, Katie says, Chris rocks. You know, he makes her feel secure and calm. It's an interesting pairing. And then they just start cuddling. Yeah. And then pretty much from there on out, they seem to be a couple. Yeah. Sorry, Wills. Which I would have picked Wills over Chris. Yeah, me too. I mean, I don't know Chris very well. They haven't really shown him much, but... Also, he's not as... I looked up his age. He's only 32. Yeah, I heard that too. I guess he was really, really young on Emily Maynard's season. Yeah, he was like 25 or something. So, I'm sure he's a nice fellow, but I really... I haven't feel like I've gotten to know him at all at Paradise yet. Yeah. But if he has a significant relationship, hopefully we'll get to know him better. Yeah. But... Yeah, so that happened, and that seemed pretty significant. Yeah. It was a little weird, and I definitely think she was really super drunk. Yeah, it seemed really sudden, but they seem to have a real connection, and we'll follow that and see what happens there. And um, Dylan is still obsessed with uh, Hannah. Yeah, he's freaking out how lucky he is. Oh, you know, he adores her, blah, blah, blah. Katie endorses their reunion. Blake's limping down the beach. <laughs> Jordan and Derek um, talk about, you know, how, you know, he put the fantasy suite first. Oh, Blake doesn't really understand the order of when the fantasy suite comes. The fantasy suite doesn't come at the beginning of the relationship. It comes later on. We'll <laughs> chat about that a little bit. Um Demi, cut to Demi, they they get snippets of her conversations now and then, and she's telling a story about how when she threw up in her boot and she had to wear one boot home. Total non sequitur, we don't know what that has yeah, to do with anything. Yeah, every time there's 
something's going on somewhere else and then they cut back to the bar, it's always in the middle of Demi telling some weird story. Like, this is, like, the third time that's happened. Yeah, it's really hilarious. I mean, she's got to be a hoot to hang out with. Um, Blake says, Blake tells Hannah he's going to pursue her in his own way. Um, She doesn't want to get hurt. He tells her, you know, he can feel this in his gut, you know, he can feel that she's attracted to him too, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, ugh, he's just, he's starting to really irritate the hell out of me. Yeah, he's super arrogant. Cut to Dylan saying how shady Blake is, and he'll say anything to get what he wants. Um, So Blake steals Hannah, and he says, hey, you want to dance with me? And she's like, right here, like right now. And he's like, yeah, which is totally a move from the notebook. He's just taking things from well, he Nicholas does, Sparks now. We don't. We do know that he knows how to dance, so that is a yeah. Thing. But he's dance. He like asking someone to dance, and there's no music around, yeah. and it's just like on the middle and of like he says, "Look at you in the moonlight," and all this crap. Yeah, that's well, literally a scene in the Notebook. And Christina says, "Oh, that's interesting." That is interesting. That is what exactly what he did with me. I recognize that move. Mm-hmm. And Kaylin goes, oh, he did it to me too. And then Tasha goes, I can attest to that. Yes, that's one of his moves, she says. <laughs> so three girls that just happen to all be sitting together while this dancing's going on. It's like, yeah, he's done that to he's us done too. done that with me too. <laughs> uh, anyways. And then Dylan's just really sad. He's yeah. like, Ugh. This is so confusing, and I just don't know what to do. Demi says, Dylan, maybe you should learn how to swing dance. And then we cut back to Blake and Hannah, quote, dancing on the beach, and they start kissing, and they're making out in front of everyone else without any shame. And someone was like, Dylan, turn around. Don't look. I'll look for you. I'll look for you. I think it was Onyeka, yeah. And everyone is sitting there. Everyone agrees it's disrespectful. Why, If they want to be alone, why doesn't he take her up? the hill or why doesn't he take her somewhere private why is he doing this deliberately in front of you it's very rude they all agree yeah and it is and uh, like some people are saying you should go talk to him you should go stop it and other people are like don't stop it don't don't go over there so So it's kind of like a divided like mm -hmm. but they're all standing around watching this whole debacle and they and they're all on dylan's side every last one of them but then at this point a lot of women are starting to kind of like slut shame hannah too and say it's her fault yeah which i don't think is fair i think that's wrong i think they'll talk about that more in the second episode yeah so we'll get to that next next time but but for now they've already started like slut shaming her here and it's like that's really rude like you're all dating multiple people right now yeah for now they are dylan decides okay i'll go and confront them he walks up there, and, and the second he gets there, he can overhear Blake saying, we call that a pelvic press. And I'm like, oh, God, what is he doing? He's so He's so slimy. Um, there's a commercial. Onyeka recaps what's going on. And Blake says, you know, you know, then we're back. It's pretty much the culmination of the episode. Blake and Dylan on the beach with Hannah in between them. Blake says, you've had her all day. But he's talking as if she's like a like right. property. Like a toy. Yeah, yeah you like, played with that all day. It's my turn to play with that. I'm like, let her have a voice in it. Like, and you could have come and asked her to hung out, hang out in the daytime. Like, you're no saint for letting, like, because he was like, I let you have her all day. Like, 
you know. And you didn't let him do anything. You didn't ask for time with her, like. And super you know, rude. Dylan set, makes some mention of how Blake's, you know, had been hanging out with all the girls. And Blake says, we've cleared that up. She knows now I'm pursuing her. And it is. He, Blake treats her like property just 100%. And he's speaking for her. You're making her uncomfortable, he tells Dylan. And she just doesn't say anything, which is irritating. Yeah, that's irritating. Um, if I were in that position, I'd shut them both up. Right. Just I'm sick of both of you. Both of you leave me alone. Go hang out with your girlfriends for a while. So Dylan leaves dejected. Um, well, he, but he, before that happens, Dylan goes, like, can I please, I just want five minutes with her, minutes. is that okay? And Blake's like, no, she doesn't want to talk to you. And she, like, looks at Hannah and he's like, what do you want? Like, would, do you want to come talk to me for five minutes? And she doesn't say anything. Right. And she just I stays. Know. I and, don't know, guys. And... She that's just, when he leaves dejected is after he asks her what she wants and she doesn't have give an him anything yeah. yeah so Christina points out the fact that she stayed with Blake um, speaks volumes and this is when they, yeah they start more vocally slut shaming Hannah Tay says Hannah's a player Tasha says Hannah's a player Sydney says Hannah's not innocent and Blake insists back on the beach, don't worry about them. None of them are judging you, Hannah. Which is totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, they're all judging <laughs> her. They're all which judging is her. wrong of that. That's that. They're the ones in the wrong on that. Yeah. But, I mean, I agree that that's wrong. They shouldn't be doing that. On the other hand, they just witnessed this guy that they really like being treated really badly. So I yeah. can see where the, what the impetus was for their, what they said. But mm -hmm. I think, you know, hopefully they'll sleep on it and realize that's not right either. Yeah. And... Dylan is just says that he's really hurt. He feels disrespected. He's confused. What am I not understanding? He's, you know, everything was going really great for the two of us. And I don't even know why she's interested in this guy. And he's like, like, he's not even a good dude. So I really don't get it. He, and then he goes, did they date before this? Uh, ding, Which, ding, ding. We'll find out later. That's right. <laughs> but that's an excellent guest, Dylan. And that'll be in the next episode. And it shows previews of the next episode. And everyone's talking about how Blake visited Hannah in Alabama. And they were going on the show with each other in mind. Yes. So more details on that will be forthcoming in the next episode. The Rosettes will bring you as soon as they can. And then after... Oh, uh, this is my favorite, you know, they have, at the end, the they post credit their, their post-credit funny thing. This is this the is funniest so one funny. I think I've ever seen. <clears throat> so it's, Dem it's Demi and Hannah G, and they're walking on the beach, and then they find a footprint with six toes. And Demi flips out. She's like, there's a monster among us. <laughs> Who is this creature that's out walking around with six toes? We must find him. And she's like, they're definitely man feet. So let's go ask all the men. Right. She should have enlisted Katie's help since they're the detectives together. But yeah. She, she pretty much goes off. And she's got a tape. Somehow she has a tape measure on the beach. And she measures the footprint. She's like, let's go find him. Let's go find this monster. Yeah. I bet it's Blake. <laughs> she's like, it's always Blake. It's always Blake. Blake, what's with all the secrets? <laughs> And then she goes around to everyone. And she's like, "Can I see your feet?" And she made. She's making everyone take their shoes off. And but Blake won't take his shoes off. And she's like, "Take your shoes off." And he's like, "What? No!" And she's like, "You're a culprit." And he's like, "I'm a culprit." I don't remember that part. That's funny. Yeah. And yeah, so pretty much her last words are like, "I think it's Blake." 
because he's a known, proven liar, and he keeps secrets. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then they never actually tell us who it is. Yeah, so. or what that was. Maybe it's somebody on the crew has six toes, or... Who Why would the crew walk around or maybe, with those shoes? They have to carry heavy equipment. That's true. Stuff. Or maybe Blake um, did have six toes, and then he actually lost a toe. He in lost the a rock toe when he incident. <laughs> That must be it. That has to be it. You're a genius. Thanks, honey. I should be a detective. You should. So that wraps up episode, um, Monday night's episode of the second week of Bachelor in Paradise. So thank you guys for listening. uh, We'll probably be back tomorrow for uh, the second episode. And uh, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Um, we love hearing from you guys and we love knowing what you think about our show. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram at Rosette's podcast, and you can also email us at Rosette's podcast at gmail.com. And we want to hear from you guys. You can send us memes. You can send us what you think about any like drama. You can tell us news stories that have to do with the bachelor. Right. We're or you looking can, for news stories. Or you can just say hi to us too. Cause we like saying hi to you. Uh, but yeah, yeah I, I think that's pretty much everything. Yeah, we'll get back to you as soon as we can, hopefully tomorrow, to finish this crazy Bachelor in Paradise stuff up. Yeah, so we'll see you tomorrow. Sayonara. Bye.